All right, welcome back, everyone, to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brother Sportscast. Real talk, real fans. We bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and with me is Craig. And uh, hope you all had a great holiday weekend and you were able to have time off and you were able to enjoy it. If you were able to go to Ann Arbor to watch the game, I'm certain that at least part of your weekend was pretty good. Even if you weren't able to make the trip and had to watch it at home or somewhere else, it was a pretty good weekend for being a Michigan fan. So before we get into the Michigan football talk, Craig, outside of the game, uh, anything much happening with you? Uh, not really. I'm kind of taking it easy yesterday or today. I, uh, it's family day and tomorrow will be family day. I got lots to go, but uh, got to go to the park with the kids and kick the ball around and, you know, just enjoy family time because – because Saturday was all Michigan, it seemed like, with you and I, man. And You know what the weird thing was, man? We were doing something that we just so passionate about, you and I, that we love Michigan football. We love the Michigan fan base. We love everything about it. We love tailgating. We love talking to people. And we're walking around so excited, seeing the bus, seeing the team, seeing the players, seeing the coaches, talking to just everyone. And by the time the day was ended we're driving and man we were whipped yeah (laughs) i mean we were whipped and i'm going did we walk far i mean not really but it was just like the whole day was like you know moving around talking and it was just man i got home and i just i crashed oh yeah me too well actually um hopefully that's not going to be the case moving forward because our plan is going to be recording the same night to be able to have everything fresh in our mind and kind of attack things and try to get as much done during the weekend that we can but uh that was a very similar story for me because i got home i mean we hit slow traffic on the way back and everything Mm -hmm. with that and then my gps decided to crap out on me and i had to take some back roads to try to find a way back to the highway because of that construction that we had but uh, finally got home and everything, and then I helped with the kids. And then after the, the kids went to bed and everything, my wife wasn't up very late, and we were talking about maybe recording, and then I actually I fell asleep on the couch, uh, I don't know, 11 o'clock, maybe something like that. Didn't wake up until 3 in the morning. And so I was just <laughs> like, no, nah, no, I'm, I'm not. Recording's going to wait. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. we were even talking about maybe me doing it uh, by myself to try to get it out on time, but we've been able to move things around. But yeah, it was crazy. It was a uh, man, a blast, so much fun, but exhausting. It makes you want to think about those people that like tailgate all the time. I mean, they get there really super early, and they're there. Like there's still people there when we left around six, I believe. And I'm going, man, they got to be exhausted. They do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, they they certainly do, and it's uh, crazy to think. And then they get there earlier than we do. I mean, we got there a decent time yeah. and everything. So, but uh, good stuff. Uh, not too much with me for the holiday weekend, but it's definitely good to have some time off. The holiday weekend is throwing me for a curve for all of this, just because yeah. uh, I was thinking about trying to get everything out for you know Labor Day, uh, or at least the recap episode out for Labor Day for Monday, which wound up being Labor Day. And I'm just like, no, we're there's no point in releasing some on the, on the holiday, so we'll wait until Tuesday. But yeah, I'm trying to remember what day it is and exactly what's going on. But yeah, it's going to be it's a good Labor Day. It's a good uh, I mean, good hang out, enjoy your time, and and really Labor Day's you're not supposed to be in labor, man. <laughs> you got to be sitting on the couch watching a game or 
kind of out doing something with your family. I don't know. Do something, man, but don't Labor, work. Labor Day was the holiday to celebrate the kickoff of college football. See, and that's exactly what this is about. This weekend, Labor Day weekend, folks, and you, I'm, it, it's amazing why how college football is so exciting to watch just based on all these games. The upsets it is the best season is this what's going on right now i love it yeah week one has been amazing already and it's uh not even done yet because no. uh Ole miss and florida state still have to match up and everything and we're going to be talking about that but uh we want to get into the football talk uh week one's in the books w for michigan and we're going to be looking at michigan's next opponent here coming up All right, so with that, uh, we're going to start the discussion on Michigan looking forward now. We did the recap episode and everything, looking back at the great job that Michigan did against Hawaii, but now we're talking about uh, UCF coming up this weekend, another home game for Michigan. UCF actually, you know, showing some pretty good stuff because they won their contest 38-0, to uh, and their opponent was South Carolina State. You know, UCF had their good seasons uh, back a while back. They had uh, strong quarterbacks and everything and strong play. Still do kind of consider this going to be, you know, a game that Michigan is going to be able to handle. But some things for you to uh, look for with UCF. The game was uh, 18-0 to at halftime. So they didn't uh, blow them out right away. But uh, it was slow, started with some field goals and everything. And they kind of distributed things pretty well between the running and the passing game it's not like this one the teams where you come out and you obviously identify their strength as being one or the other but yeah any uh initial thoughts craig with ucf for their next uh for michigan's next opponent well their uh, their um quarterbacks holman uh he threw for two touchdowns and ran another one so obviously he's a mobile got some uh, wheels on him a little bit so but uh yeah they um kicked a lot of field goals during that game too so i think they had like four but uh they got a good kicker but yeah i mean they got a pretty decent uh, quarterback you're we're gonna have a tougher opponent this saturday than hawaii so um we're gonna have to step it up i mean we should be, easily beat them but um you never know we just you know got to get out there and stifle and use that defense that we're supposed to but um i mean ucf has always had pretty good decent team i mean football team they're either you know either good or okay and not great or you know and then there's years where they're pretty good so um to say they're a great team they're not a great team they're a pretty good team they've had years where they are so i they're definitely a team i wouldn't um count not count on yeah uh, you wouldn't want to sleep on them if i'm not mistaken from what i was looking at earlier you know they've they're they're kind of up and down. They they have they're a competitive team. Uh, yeah. They win they win some tough games and everything. I've had one recent season though that was kind of a big bomb. Um, yeah, but I mean, uh, but normally yeah they're they're competitive. So yeah, and they I mean they pretty much had a thirteen game losing streak. <laughs> they when they beat South Carolina State they snapped that thirteen game losing streak. So that's uh. That, Good for them. I mean, I'm as good as they they snapped it, but um, I mean they they've had they haven't they haven't had any good success recently. So that only leaves room for improvement. 
really on their side and everything. But to speak about them and everything, and obviously not digging in a lot to previous season, um, but the information that we do have, and of course it kind of depends on what uh, South Carolina State, where their strengths are and everything. But just kind of looking at it and breaking things down, it looked, uh, I mean, if you had to give an edge to either their running game or their passing game, Traquan Smith had several receptions and uh he, i mean he it's not like he broke 100 yards and everything but they had a couple long long pass plays uh you've got multiple of them over 30 yards so uh that i mean that could have come down to breaking apart south carolina's uh secondary and everything and that's not something that we exactly uh have to worry about michigan as we've seen from last week's Two pick sixes, and uh, you know, whenever Jordan Lewis comes back, uh, I, I didn't hear. Um, did you hear anything about if they anticipate him to be in for the UCF game? I haven't heard anything yet. Okay, no. I didn't know Let's if see. I kind of missed stepped over that. Uh, no. But if you didn't listen to the last one, we can say that uh, they are going to be holding Taco Charlton out of the game, uh, just in case you didn't uh, catch that from last time. But yeah, UCF. Uh, you were talking about their quarterback and everything. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah, he's a pretty good quarterback. But one of the things they're playing up, obviously, uh, their coach is uh, Frost is their new coach. Um, but uh, he's kind of a younger guy, if you've ever seen him. And he's got up-tempo. And he's very energetic. But uh, one of the things is um, he, he's kind of he runs a fast offense, which is sometimes gives Michigan a little bit of trouble at times when you get uh, – an offense that seems to like pick it up quite a bit, you know, uh, obviously Oregon's that type of a system or they're really fast. What would they break it? Uh, they like to get their uh, play going within seconds. So, um, yeah, so USCF offensive line runs a pretty fast offense. So we got to be careful of that because you can either throw you off guard, your defense isn't ready. And also if you're not uh, interchanging and substituting, right. And catch off guard, and you got a flag. So we got to be careful of that. And I'm sure Jim Harbaugh knows what they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The staff's going to be prepared. I mean, Don Brown is going to be prepared. Going back to the quarterback and everything, I mean, you know, he did do a decent job. His numbers are not anything amazing. He went 14 for 28 and uh, didn't break 200 yards, uh, but he didn't create any turnovers. Uh, he didn't throw any interceptions. Their line is susceptible to uh, defensive fronts, though. They got three. Uh, South Carolina State was able to get three sacks on their starting quarterback there. So, and that that's the thing you gotta look at between the uh, competition and everything. The difference between South Carolina State, obviously, and Michigan is going to be quite immense for UCF. But kind of how we broke it down, we were talking about how you know it's almost like Michigan has a preseason, so this is gonna be uh, the second game in that and. Nothing is coming out to me from UCF that is, I guess I would say, the a main, the, a main concern, like the biggest concern. Uh, they don't have, from what I'm seeing here, a uh, high-caliber player uh, at a specific position. So, but, and we've already said it, you know, you can't sleep on any team. Yeah, we'll see what they do, and um, UCF is... Um... We'll see what they do under their new coach and 
you know, they're never a team that you got to be careful of that, you know, they're every year last year, they were terrible. I mean, 2015, it was such a bad year for them that uh, obviously they need to restructure and do re and redo everything. So, um, like I said, you know, Michigan, I like to see what Michigan does against a team that does run a little bit of up-tempo offense. So, and those are the ones I always struggle with, or we struggle with at Michigan to figure out. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, then switching things kind of over for uh, Michigan going into this game and everything, uh, can look uh, from the results of the last game that South Carolina State had more success uh, against UCF in the passing game. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, what we were even just saying in the recap episode, I it would not surprise me at all. I mean, Harbaugh doesn't want to show everything, and, I mean, we saw what happened when he doesn't show everything last time with where Chris Evans came out of nowhere. And I, my, my anticipation, my, uh, my opinion is that Harbaugh is not going to really use the passing game to its full strength until it's necessary. And even though it shows that um, South Carolina State probably had more success through the air against UCF, I don't think it's going to come down to being necessary for Michigan. So I think you're going to see a lot of the same approach um, as Michigan when Michigan played Hawaii. Yeah, I know, and I agree with that. But um, here's a little tidbit I'm going to throw at you about uh, Coach Frost, okay? Um, Scott Frost's his name. He's got ties with uh, University of Michigan, if you guys don't know. And there's a little bit of fact check or, you know, if you want to check this, it's pretty interesting. Uh, Frost was the Nebraska uh, quarterback back in 1998, Orange Bowl. He's the one, he's the quarterback that lobbied to make sure that the Huskers were um, splitting national title with Michigan. He lobbied the most. <laughs> oh, man, really? <laughs> So that'll be really interesting when he comes from charting, <laughs> running out of the tunnel, if he gets any booze for that, because that was quite a year where we had to split the national title with Nebraska. So, and yeah, and he was heavily involved in that. So, yeah. How about, did you know, that's pretty interesting, wasn't isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I did not catch that yeah. uh, in the things I was looking up and getting prepared for this and everything. I didn't catch that. That will be kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but but you speaking that's that's what it was. There was something that you had said before that triggered something, uh, Craig, and that was it. First year coach. Uh Hawaii had a first yeah. year coach. Uh Frost is gonna be first year coach. There's at least gonna be two other first year coaches that we're facing off against. I can't remember. This was from my notes actually um at the uh after last season, because we were doing a early uh preview of the next season and everything. Because you have Durkin at Maryland, and you have the Rutgers with their new head coach. I think. Well, you know, well, Coach Frost is um used to be the offensive offensive coordinator at uh, Oregon with um, when Mariota was there. So obviously he's key in doing that up tempo, uh, you know, that high tempo uh, way of uh, running the ball and doing stuff like that. So you know, those are times where. Michigan struggles with that. I mean, Michigan's always struggled with running quarterbacks and in, in tempo like that. So, and Frost is known for, you know, uh, rotating multiple running backs. So he's he's constantly doing that. So we got to be careful with that kind of look. And I'm sure Don Brown is 
expecting that. And uh, machines got to, you know, you got to be prepared for something like that. I think this week, you, I think you're going to see Don Brown constantly getting these guys going, what, what playing within seconds, going get up, on, get up, get up to the line, get up to the line quickly. And I think you're going to see that with him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, you kind of saw that a little bit where Hawaii showed some some success when they were actually using their quarterback to run. I mean, nothing, nothing too major and everything, but uh, there were some successful plays where their quarterback went out uh, to run for a couple extra yards and everything. I think with them, it was more of uh, something that they Hawaii normally doesn't do. So moving forward, I think uh, Michigan's conditioning and everything is really going to help them. And yeah, with this one, it, it, it'll be a better competition. I think there's going to be good things for UCF football moving forward. But, I mean, you know, it's his first year, a lot of nuances, um, and Michigan has a different, uh, you would almost say breed of player, but different level of uh, player and competition on their team and everything. So there really isn't any, there really isn't any major hurdle that would say Michigan has to look out for with this. I mean, you've brought up some really good points, Craig, and I totally agree with you, but I don't, none of them really stand out as, you know, this is the one key factor that Michigan has to account for uh, for Saturday's game. Yeah. You know, they got, you know, maybe the only player you got to look out for is Griffin. His name, uh, Shaquem Griffin. He had like, um, it's a pretty good uh, tackler. He, you know, force one bowl of sack and a couple of, ta- you know, six tackles. So you got to be, careful of him and watch for him and you know you got him going pretty well so i think he's the only so far the bright spot and the quarterback obviously is pretty well good so but you know this is these are teams you got to be careful like they're the ones that kind of scare me because you can put your guard down and i just don't think jim harbaugh's that way oh yeah yeah no if he comes across that if he ever sees anyone get their guard down and they um sacrifice a big play or you know allow something to go wrong that he he'd pull them and i wouldn't be, even be surprised you know if it's if it's a rough game for somebody you know pull them and sit them but yep. and we already saw from last game that there's going to be uh plenty of people pull from off the bench and everything so it's going to be just awesome to be able to see the team take the field again uh, i'm sure it's going to be a great turnout yeah, I mean, a team that pitched a sh- shutout, not bad. So it's uh, it's going to be a good game, good uh, good crowd, electric crowd, like always. It's just this whole year is going to be electric for Michigan. So, well, talking talking more with the game. I mean, what are you going to specifically be looking for? Maybe from some specific players uh, before we kind of get to the end of things and actually do score predictions and everything. What are maybe some of your thoughts after seeing what happened last week? I mean, the big names of uh, Eddie McDoom and Chris Evans, obviously, on offense. What can you say in anticipation for this game against UCF? Well, I don't expect much different from the offense in this game. I don't. Um, I think they got kind of a – I mean, obviously, they shut out uh, the team that plays, so they got they have to have a decent defense in order to do that. So – but I expect more of the same. I expect almost the exact same thing. I think Evans will start. I do. I expect the same thing on offense as you saw against Hawaii. What I'm going to expect differently is to watch what happens on the defense, though, on how to stop this up-tempo um, 
offense and how they use it. And so, and I'm wondering, you're going probably going to see a lot of peppers in there at that uh, linebacker position, probably ghosting uh, Holman and seeing what happens with him. And you know, and those are the things I'm going to be looking for. And I'm going to see, you know, you know, some blitz reads. But I think you're going to see them, you know getting up to the line quickly and who's in there. And, um, you know, what I'll want to know if, you know, Jordan Lewis is back and pe- people like that, I expect him to play, but, uh, maybe he'll play for the first series for a while and then he'll, he'll get yanked. I don't know, but, uh, that's what I expect. I mean, what, where do you, what are you thinking you're going to see differently? You see something differently maybe on the offense than I do on the offense. Uh, maybe n- not really as much. I, I, I agree with you where it's going to probably be a lot of the same approach. Like I said, I think that Harbaugh is really one to lean more on grinding um, the run game and wearing down defense. So I don't think you're going to see a ton uh, on the passing side of things. I don't think you're going to see huge uh, bomb plays or anything like that. Um, But then the thing that I'm thinking about – uh, possibly happening with this one. Uh, we saw a lot of great production on the defense last week. I think the defensive line and and Don Brown's blitzes and everything is just going to create uh, hell for that quarterback. And I think I'm not going to start getting into the prediction and everything, but I think they're just going to be able to. I, I think they're going to be able to contain him. I don't think that uh, mobile quarterback is going to be as much of an issue. I know that's definitely something worth questioning with how things have been in the past. Um, but I think that the uh, defensive line is going to uh, break through the offense and, and shut them down quite effectively for this game. So, Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that'll be interesting. and. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you would if uh, Jim Harbaugh totally switched it up um, again. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I mean, seriously, I can see Harbaugh going. You know what? Now I'm going to give it to this guy Higdon. He's going to be my main running back. What? And and, and he, it. <laughs> I would not be surprised if he changed it up again. So he, that way, he's getting the word out that most people in the college football on the schedule are like. Man, I don't know what to expect this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, def- definitely uh possibility with that for sure. So, well, honestly, with all these, you know, the beginning uh, of the season for the Wolverines and everything, you know, playing Hawaii, UCF, Colorado, Penn State, I won't really go as far as saying Wisconsin. Wisconsin are, has proven themselves against LSU. I mean, is that one of those crazy week one Examples of the crazy things that can happen in week one, I don't know for sure. But I really feel between those four first games that you're going to see a lot of similarities of at least how they attack offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. But they might do what you're saying where maybe instead of Chris Evans being um, one of the main running backs that they go to after starting Davion Smith, maybe they throw somebody else there to show that, hey, you know, we've got more capable running backs or wide uh, wide receivers than you are aware of. Uh, kind of maybe a intimidation, kind of puffing out your chest thing, showing uh, the capability of our players. But I really think that you're going to see a lot of the same thing for these first four games. And then Wisconsin might um, 
might be where they need to change it up, uh, and just depending mm-hmm. on how close of competition that is. So uh, I see a lot of similarities from last week into this week. Um, actually, uh, if I, I'm, I keep having to catch myself because I feel like I'm going to go off and just go ahead and give a score prediction and everything, but uh, if you have anything else to say, I'm going to hand it over to you, and then we can go into uh, um, some score predictions for a couple of the games in the Big Ten and then finish off with the... Uh, uh, the Michigan game. No, I'm 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 good. I think we're just gonna do more of the same. I, I I hope to see Evans out there. I want to see another couple games under his belt to see uh, how the kid does. I mean, obviously that first game game was incredible, but uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are out there going, you know, hold on, you know, and I'm one of those where I'm like, hold on, let's see how he does, and um, he might just be the next great running back that just didn't know about and never saw. So I'm excited to see that. And um, Spade, too, I'm excited to see him. You know, if he uh, is going to look even better and better, and, uh, and that'll be interesting. And then maybe we'll see uh, where Lewis is as far as getting on the defense, where he's going to be. And those are all questions and things we're going to have to wait on on this Saturday and coming up. Yeah, there will be more things coming out throughout this week and everything uh, that people will uh, be hearing, I'm sure, and everything. But, uh, but yeah, as far as, like, um, I, I know Chris Evans is going to play. I'm, I'm not going out and saying anything that he's not going to play. But, there, I mean, maybe my thought process was that perhaps the staff would put out, you know, start with Davion Smith, put out Ty Isaac out there and everything. But maybe the next running back that gets the most carries after that is uh, Higdon instead of... Uh, um, instead of Evans, just right. uh, just to you know give somebody a little bit few more game reps and everything, and then maybe give them the opportunity to show a little bit more. Uh, of course, getting Evans in there as well, or maybe Davis gets gets a lot more snaps and everything. I, I uh, it'll, it'll just definitely be interesting to watch um, who gets the majority of the snaps. If it's more of uh, one of those closer games where you have to try to grind it out or if it's going to be one of those things where you're just trying to get players experience out there so um but we'll go ahead and talk here a couple of things like we're doing the week by week we're going to uh craig and i are going to be picking games one big 10 game each to kind of lock in as who's gonna what they're going to do against the spread and then of course we're going to give our official michigan predictions for the score and the uh against the spread and the over under so we're going to go ahead and uh, pick a game each from the Big Ten, and then, of course, we're going to talk about the Michigan game uh, with a official score prediction and everything. Um, so uh, looking at against the spread and everything, uh, like I, I tell Craig and everything, the easiest way to explain it is who do you have the most faith in or do you, who do you have the least faith in in some of these teams and everything. And honestly, with Maryland, how they came out and played in week one uh, with their um, – large margin of victory they are only set at being a nine and a half point favor on the road at fiu wow. um i that that seems a little slim to me uh especially with uh durkin's ability to play uh or play the defense and so i'll actually take that with maryland being able to easily cover that spread and win by 10 points or more so that's i mean i kind of like that in this week so yeah that's a good one i'm gonna take uh obviously the the Ohio State against Tulsa. Yeah. Um, yeah, with that 28-point spread. 
point spread, yeah, I think they're going to beat them pretty badly. So I think they're going to probably, yeah, I'll take that over them. Yeah, well, they scored the 77 points this past week, so yeah. that's – and it's Tulsa, and it, and it's another home game for Ohio State. So, yeah, those – I, I got to admit, it was – for me, it was between the Maryland and then it was uh, also between the Ohio State. So, I mean, there were a couple other ones. The thing to mention, too, not to forget that we put that out there uh, for everyone, the game of the week to watch, the Big Ten uh, game of the week to watch, we put that uh, information out there. We kind of uh, decided what the best, best matchups are outside of the Michigan games week by week. And so, actually, it's going to be one of the night games, Iowa State going to Iowa and Iowa's a 15-point favorite, but that game, I mean, I, I have a little history of watching that rivalry and everything, that in-state rivalry, and so uh, I, I think that's going to be a good one. I, I've predicted that I, I see Iowa losing a couple games, this being a potential one of them and everything, um, and so this this will be one of the more entertaining matchups for the week, that's for sure, so you guys might want to be checking that one out. But then, of course, the finale, the grand finale uh, for predictions and everything, UCF at Michigan. Michigan, uh, through the odds and everything that I have here, is saying they're a 35-point favorite for the noontime game. Craig, do you want to give a final prediction for that one? I'm going to oh gosh, I was pretty, well, we both were off on this last game, weren't we? Oh, yeah. Well, one. I had them higher than you. I had them scored at 50, 42, or 43, and you didn't. But yet, you had the shutout, and I said 13, so I was way off on 13. But yet, you were closer because that if it wasn't for the field goal, we wouldn't, you would have got, you would have won that. So um, I'm going to take them at the 40. I'll say same thing. I'm going to say like 46 to. And I'll say the 13 again. I'm going to kind of keep within that 13 range. So for mine, I will go ahead and take the over. With taking the over, I'm going to say Michigan scoring uh, 45 points, but then UCF only scores six. Okay. So, so we're pretty uh, close in the score and everything. So I'm going with over, and you're going with the under. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, really similar to the predictions from last week and everything. I'm, I don't know, man. I'm still, I'm still loving the defense and everything that they're showing. So I mean, I, you know, and well, we the thing that we were a little skeptical of last week was if there was going to be a defensive touchdowns, and there were two of them, and mm-hmm. we said that there were going to definitely be some turnovers. So there you go. That's that's the Blue Brothers predictions for this uh, coming Saturday and everything. It's going to be a, it's going to be great to watch, man. I. Every year, it just seems longer and longer between uh, the end of college football and the beginning again. And so, I mean, I know this is a unique uh, beginning for Michigan's schedule and everything, but I enjoy watching every minute of it. Michigan just playing football no matter who the opponent is. So uh, it'll be good to watch and actually be in the stadium for this one. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, we're going to just root them on and be there and you know, with the fans, and well, you know, the funny thing is, obviously, we you and I can bring up was really interesting is tailgating, and yet having that. Uh, what do you, would you say it was about a thirty second delay from when the fans in the crowd, <laughs> yeah, were screaming to what we were getting on the TV? So I said, well, something happened good. <laughs> so, 
Yep. If it was uh, if Hawaii had the ball and you heard a shout, then either they stopped them or there was an interception and a turnover. If it was Michigan with the ball, you knew it was a touchdown coming. It was, yeah, it was pretty comical and everything. So. Blue Brothers are going to be back in Ann Arbor. Are you, re- are you going to be ready for that, Craig, two weeks in a row? Yeah, I am. It's going to be great. I mean, the good thing is, is we're going to be in the stands and we'll be with the crowd watching the game and seeing who does what and having front row seats to see this. So can't wait. Yeah, for sure. And uh, just so that people know, uh, the tentative plan, we're going to probably put more information out there to try to let people know for sure and everything on how it's going to shake down. But we'll probably come in early, kind of like that we did before. And then what we might do since we're going to be in the game is maybe when we first show up, um, maybe do a quick recording, initial reaction of getting there. But then uh, we'll try to connect with Rashawn and Zeke. Uh, we did a little bit with their pr- blueprint this last time. We met down by the tunnel and a uh, great shot uh, of stuff going on. Great time. Really enjoyed it. Um, but then... Depending on how ta- time pans out, because we actually got done at 10.30 uh, with all that, so we had another hour, hour and a half before the game started. Might uh, maybe try to get back and uh, do a little bit more recording, maybe try to catch some fans at some point to get some fr- fan interaction, because people really enjoyed that. Um, it was really great being able to sit down face-to-face and have a conversation with some people and get their thoughts. Met some really interesting people. It's you know, Michigan fan base is awesome, and so we really enjoyed that. So uh, we'll be putting information out there and uh, telling you guys how to stay connected. We have things for you to definitely be aware of. Uh, uh, the Facebook group, Blue Network, uh, everything Michigan football. And we attempted a few things uh, kind of all across the board this first week and uh, learning a lot from it and um, slowly making it uh, better and better. But we had the uh, Twitter conversation and the uh, Facebook conversation. Uh, Craig was able to monitor that a little bit on Saturday, right? Yep, some good things being said out there. It was cool. Yeah, and so we're going to try to uh, bump up the interaction with that and everything. Uh, Kind of a little difficulty that I ran into is just the fact that, uh, man, by the time getting things going and everything, just killed the battery on my phone just from uh, being on it so much of the time and everything. So I got to look at investing in one of those uh, charge pack things uh, to take on the go and all that. So we'll let you know how you can get involved. Like we said, there's a Facebook group. You can connect with us on Twitter. Uh, we've got the online uh, Eagle Eye Radio. Uh, don't forget our Bauer website, bluebrothersportscast.com. You can email us. We've got our voicemail. All the information is out there for that. But, yeah, we appreciate our listeners. Fan base is just growing and growing. Had a great time Saturday, and we look forward to having another great Saturday this time, too. Yeah, it should be fun. I can't wait. So uh, we'll be there, and, man, we're going to be screaming and freaking out and having a great time, man. So much fun to be a Michigan Wolverine right now. Absolutely, and if you guys uh, if you guys know you're going to be at the game and you want to try to keep up on where we're going to be and everything, just shoot us an email, shoot us some on Twitter and everything, and when we get anything confirmed, we'll try to let you guys know. So, yep. yeah, with that, as always, we'll finish things off with Go Blue. Go Blue.